0: Thank you for taking the time to listen to Intuitive Seek today. I hope that you are doing really well. How are you doing? Have you thought about that today? Have you thought about how you're feeling? Have you thought about how your body is feeling? Have you thought about what you may need today? I definitely, I've had quite a few lessons for myself around what I need and my capacity for what I can do. I had to take a little bit of time off in between releasing episodes. So instead of weekly, I released a few every two weeks and that was really helpful because I've been very busy. I've been busy with my work and With some family things, I've been having to go out of town off and on. And that has been a really great lesson for me to learn over and over again that I don't have to force myself to do things that I don't have the capacity for. Because one of the main things that I have to take care of in my work is my energy, my energy levels. And how much energy I have for myself and for the people I love and for the work I do and being out in the world. And sometimes I have to follow my creative flow, like the pace of how much I can really do without depleting my energy, And this is something that I've had to learn kind of over and over again, because it's very easy for me to forget. And I kind of feel called to talk about that today, because if I'm learning it over and over again, I feel like there are many of us out there that are also trying to do this, trying to not feel guilty for not doing exactly what we had planned for. Because we can plan for things. We have responsibilities, of course, but the things that we really want to work on, the outcomes of how we kind of act with our energy. If I want to, okay, I want to do a podcast this day, every week. Okay, I need to, you know, work on my own practice. I need to create um, kind of new offerings and exciting new things. I want to work on my art and create more pictures that I love. Like that's a lot of energy to put out. So I constantly have to check in with myself and make sure that I'm doing it from the right place. That I'm doing it with the right intention. That I'm doing it not because I don't want to let people down or I'm afraid I'll feel Lazy or non committal or maybe flaky or procrastinating or not, you know, our best being my best self, quote unquote. Those are so many reasons that I've done things in the past. Those are the many reasons why I've done things in the past because of something outside of myself that I am feeling kind of beholden to or I am working for like the manager part of me because I used to really split those parts of me up. I would put my creativity hat on and then I would put my taskmaster hat on and then I would put my, you know, coach or someone to really push me hat on. When that, you know, power through the exhaustion, power through the intuitive instinct of no, no, this is even if I really want so badly to create something that I had planned to do, to do something that I planned to do. If on that day or around those days, it's just not happening, that's just the way it is. Like, I. I have learned and continue to learn that I have to accept the reality of each day, regardless of what I had planned. And that's really tricky for me, because I love to have some semblance of control over my life. But sometimes when we have that, that illusion of control over our life, we're actually resisting or ignoring the way that things are kind of meant to unfold. A way that I like to remind myself about this because I'm really pre, I'm, I have a predisposition in my personality to hold on to the way something was supposed to be instead of kind of opening up my perspective a bit and realizing that maybe I don't know the best way forward, that there might be a better way. Just loosening that grip a little bit. And I like that because for me, there's a real difference between knowing the way something is supposed to be and then Actually, feeling into the day or the week that that plan was meant to happen and realizing whether that knowing is correct, whether it aligns with how you're feeling and what your intuition is telling you. I mean, the main thing is like giving ourselves a break, and that it's not the end of the world if we change our minds, that it's not the end of the world if something that we had planned totally changes or something that we wanted is not exactly what we want anymore or something that we are creating changes or it takes a little U-turn or a different direction that we weren't sure it would have taken. It's a great practice. It's a great energetic practice to really be aware of whether you're doing something, you know, moving forward, full steam ahead with something that you may not be super excited about or feel fully embodied in anymore. Are you doing it because you really know, okay, I need to do it. And I know that sometimes I just don't want to do something right before something really fantastic is happening. Like, is it a fear? Is it an irrational fear? that's trying to protect you from something amazing or are you trying to do something because it will make the other person feel good at the expense of yourself? That the other person feeling disappointed is more important than you taking care of yourself. And I know there's so many places in life where we don't really have a choice where sometimes we do just have to sacrifice our own feelings and how we're doing. And that's why I found how important it is to make the proper decisions on the things that we do fully have our own agency over, to not make those sacrifices when they're not needed, because then we can really protect our own energy And that is one of the biggest parts of, or largest parts, biggest parts, (laughs) largest parts of my practice, and especially with my clients, is understanding what protecting your energy really means. Because it's not protecting it from other people trying to take it. It's not protecting it from other things that are taking away your life force or your emotional energy or your, you know, capacity for thought and feeling. It's like, it's not really a defensive action. It's about understanding what your energy needs, what you need, and making sure that you are filling that up. That's how you protect your energy is actually taking care of yourself. That's how I protect my energy when I fully take care of myself. When I, or that I'm getting all of the nutrition I need, that I'm getting the sleep I need, that I'm getting the exercise I need, that I am really listening to myself if I have. A feeling that may not feel as comfortable, which we've talked about many times on this podcast, when those so-called negative emotions come up of anger or a little bit of depression or intense anxiety, or even that kind of feeling of apathy where nothing really matters to you, where you could go either way. Because who cares? That's like the lame. <laughs> that's the easy way for me to describe apathy. That's how I, that's how I look at it anyway, right? It's like, I don't care about me and I don't care about you. And I don't really care about what's going to happen. And you're just like free floating, which may sound good, but when in my mind, when I'm free floating, I don't know what's up and I don't know what's down and I don't know where I'm going and I don't really know where I've been. And I'm not present. I'm not here. So making sure that I take the time to take care of myself and pay attention to when I am feeling that way and then really get curious about it and realize, oh, what am, what is this part of me trying to tell me? Why am I not all together? And that's a really interesting way to put it, actually, for me, (laughs) because when I'm not feeling together, when I'm not feeling put together, or when I'm feeling fragmented in my thoughts and a little bit scattered, it means that I'm not balanced, that all of the parts of myself that are very easily split apart, because that is kind of how we as a society have been conditioned to, you know, show up one way at work and show up one way at home and show up one way with our partner and show up another way with our friends. That means that we're not acting wholly. W-H-O-L, whatever the plural of that is. (laughs) We're not acting whole. And so nothing that we do or create or decide is actually fully conscious. And that's when we can make decisions that we might regret later. Even the small plan, that's what happens when you look back and you go, why did I say that I would do that? I thought I wanted to do that, but I don't. So when we're not really checking in with every part of ourself and every part of ourselves, that means that we're not protecting our energy. And that is what I've been trying my best to really practice over the last month and a bit. Because I've been really living a life with all the aspects of that, whatever that means to you. I've been doing it and so it's been so important for me to be very present and check in with every part of myself whenever I can and then also give myself a break when I realize that I wasn't doing that because every time I realize that I wasn't is another lesson in how I can kind of make sure that I am moving forward. That's how I protect my energy. I check in to make sure That every aspect of myself is responding in an aligned way. That I'm reacting to things in the present moment. And not based on what somebody else may feel or somebody else may think. Or even what my past self may have thought. Because that can happen too. Very complicated. Complicated beings over here. And that really makes me think of another way where we don't protect our energy And that's by acknowledging when something has happened to us, something that makes us react. And that makes me think of a book that I haven't fully read. And I will find the author's name. I'll put it in the show notes. But it is the title loosely, I believe, is The Shaking Zebra or something about something about a zebra shaking. And I thought that this was quite a common thing that people were familiar with, but I've mentioned it to a few people over the past while, and I realized, oh, maybe maybe it's not. It's something that I was familiar with, and I've heard other people talk about, but if you haven't, then let me describe to you what this book was about, because it's super interesting. And if you have heard of it, maybe a little refresher. <laughs> maybe pass the information forward, because it is um, something that really tells us why Acknowledging how we're feeling is incredibly important to our bodies and our nervous system. So the shaking zebra, the the crux of it is that zebras, after they have been chased by a predator for about an hour or so after, they will shake and tremble very obviously, where it looks like they are having some kind of maybe... Light seizure, or that something is wrong. And you may think, and I kind of did, I was like, well, something is wrong. They were just chased and ran away, ran away for their life. They were running for their life. So, of course, they're shaking and trembling with fear. But it's not actually just the fear, it's their body's mechanism to really integrate all of the adrenaline and the feelings that came up when they were running for their life. So that after the little while of them spreading all of those hormones out into different places in their body and really releasing them and moving them so that they can feel kind of the normal zebra self again, They're kind of ready to live their conscious zebra life. They're ready to make the proper decisions. They're ready to run away again, again, from something that is actually dangerous. Because if they hadn't gone through that integration of all those feelings and letting it out and releasing anything that their body doesn't need anymore, really balancing out that adrenaline again, burning it off so that they get back to like their the regular zebra levels, if they hadn't have done that, then maybe they turned a corner and a little, you know, meerkat pops up and they bolt run for their life just as if a lion was chasing them because their body is reacting to the stress that is already moving through their veins and through their energy rather than the true present moment of the meerkat isn't dangerous. And that's what happens to our energy when we don't protect it. When we don't allow ourselves to acknowledge how we're feeling or for what has happened to us to make us feel that way. Regardless of how small it is. If you don't allow yourself to do that, if we don't, then many times we can be reacting to something with our energy in a totally kind of fractured and upside down way where our reaction does not match the level of what is truly happening in our reality. And maybe that sounds kind of extreme of what can happen when we don't look after our needs and our energy level, and we don't push past our capacity. From my experience, it is really true. And that is actually one of my favorite parts about the work that I do, because in my intuitive Reiki sessions, I'm able to tune into my client's energy and really sense where there is maybe a part of their energy that is not fully present, that is maybe caught in a past reaction that is working kind of against where their energy needs to be presently. So then I can hold space so that their energy can remember its natural rhythm is a way to kind of explain it so that they're back in that natural alignment. So then all of their reactions are based off of their fully supported, integrated, aligned, balanced energy. Because our energy, our life force is what gives us everything that we need to do everything that we want to do. That's what I found. But what gets in the way of that is all the things that I mentioned, not dealing with how we reacted to something that may have happened to us, regardless of how small. If it felt like a violation, if it felt like something that our body was frightened by, that our energy felt like it needed to protect us, but we don't allow ourselves to be aware of that, then that part is kind of Running the show a little bit. And that's when we are not living kind of moment to moment, or we're living each step in our life for our highest good. And when we're not living in line for our highest good, that's when we get really turned around. That's when we can kind of float away. That's when we feel untethered. I know I've experienced that over and over again. So now I know very quickly when I'm in that space and what I need is some time to listen to myself. And one easy exercise to do around this, if you are feeling a little bit depleted, but you have so many things that you have to do, responsibilities, obligations, that sort of thing, pick one, pick one of them. And sit down and take a few deep breaths. Take a nice deep breath through your nose. Really fill your belly with that air. And then let that breath out through your mouth. And maybe take one more deep breath through your nose. Filling your belly with that air. And then let that breath out through your mouth. And then take your hands and rub them together. You can hear my hands. You want to make that sound. You want to create a little bit of heat in your hands. And then you want to take your hands and place them on your body and try your best not to judge or think about it too much. Maybe one hand will go on your heart. Maybe both hands will go on your heart. Maybe one hand will go on your knee. Maybe the other hand will go on your hip. There's no right or wrong way. This is a way that you are kind of telling your body that you're here and that you're paying attention. You are present for yourself and your energy and then close your eyes and think of one of the obligations, one of the responsibilities that is feeling like, ah, that feels hard or I don't really, that's going to be tricky. Something that you may not be looking forward to or something that's kind of weighing on your mind that you're moving through the world with that hasn't even happened yet, but that you know that you're going to have to do at some point. Again, don't judge it. Just the first thing that comes to mind, your first obligation, your first responsibility, the first thing that you quote unquote, don't want to do. So you have that now, bring that into your awareness, say it to yourself out loud, say it in your head. I'm not looking forward to, or I don't want to do fill in the blank and then really pay attention to your body. Did you feel anything? Did you feel a little anxiety in your solar plexus? Did you feel almost a fear in your stomach or like a pit? Did you feel a drop in your energy? Did you feel your shoulders kind of rise up to your ears? Maybe even you got a little bit of a pain in your head or even in your jaw. Or maybe you didn't feel anything. And you can't connect to it. And that's very telling. Each one of those, just pay attention to it and say to yourself, Oh, why did that give me a pit in my stomach? Or why can't I connect to any feeling around this thing I don't want to do? And then trust what comes up. If you hear yourself say to yourself, Oh, well, it's because I'm so tired. Then say to yourself, Oh, I'm so tired. And then if there's a voice that says, well, you don't, why are you tired? You don't get to be tired. Then say to that voice, well, even if I don't, I am. And then you can really, you can really start to take care of yourself by saying, no, that's not right. I am allowed to be tired. And that means that I don't have the energy to do that thing. Or, well, I have to do that thing because I'm obligated and there's no way around it. So what can I take off of my plate outside of that thing that'll help me to protect my energy so that that other thing won't take so much away from me? Like, how does that feel? To be present and pay attention to what you need And to really try to figure out with yourself and with your energy and with your heart what is best for you and what is for your highest good. Because I'm sure that you are able to do that for your loved ones. So to show yourself that same love, you have to give that to yourself first. And it's not selfish. It's the most caring, life-giving thing you can do for yourself. And if it feels impossible, that means you need to do it more often. And it's cumulative. So if there is a moment where... You just don't have time to, oh, I wish I had time to meditate or I wish I had time to work out or oh, I should really be eating better. All of the outside things that we think will be perfect for us, that will fix us. Those are the opportunities for us to sit and pay attention to ourselves, and not make ourselves do anything. Just witnessing how we're feeling and what we're saying to ourselves That's a way, a great way, an easy way to get back into a balanced kind of alignment so that you do feel totally okay putting in a little bit of a meditation or totally good saying no to that one thing so you can go work out. This is one of the most beautiful benefits of Reiki energy healing that I found for myself and for my clients is that by taking time to allow yourself to be held, to be given space for you to feel, to be given space for you to receive the energy that you need so that your energy can be supported and to move and feel strong again, So that anything that happens in your life does not shake you or rock you so hard that you fall completely off of balance. When you take the time to take care of yourself and protect your energy, which is taking care of your energy, then the resilience is natural. Snapping back from something challenging or difficult or horrible big or small, is so much easier. So I hope you're able to do that this week. I know I'm going to be much more aware of it for myself. And thank you for allowing me to kind of guide you through that. Because I truly believe that everything that I feel called to speak about is for all of us. Because it can't just be for me. Because that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> because I know, and I've seen, and I've experienced, that whether we like it or not, we are all connected. So by serving yourself, and serving your highest good, we'll in turn serve the highest good of those around us, and around you. And then, ideally the highest good of the world. And why not try to make our future as bright as it possibly can be? And that's one really beautiful way to do it. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Intuitive Seek. If you have any thoughts or questions, don't hesitate to send me a message through my website at TreenLight, T-R-E-E-N-L-I-G-H-T, or through my Instagram at TreenLight as well. If you are curious about working with me, I always offer a free clarity session to chat about your needs and to see how I can support you. Easy to book your free clarity session through my website, and I'll leave all those links in the show notes. Hugely appreciate if you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and if you feel called to give some more support, then please share it with a friend, or you can also leave a review. Both um, would be such beautiful, beautiful support, so thank you so much. And thank you again for listening. Be kind to yourself, and I'll talk to you next week.